Good morning, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast. Joining you live with my friend. Uh, Steven Odiambo Mundi from Kenya. From Kenya. Steven from Kenya. You go by Steve or Steven? Whichever, whichever. Sir. Whichever? What do your whichever. friends call him? What do your friends call you? Majority call me Steve. Steve? But the one which I use like my official one is Steven. Steven? Right. Steven, uh, you recently experienced the 44 hour marked men for Christ um, phase one experience. Can you tell us briefly what your experience was there? Uh, the experience there was uh, good. I liked it. And uh, like it kind of changed me a lot. And for sure, you told me that is one in October. I, I, I want to go back to the you, October one. Yes, you want to go back October 22nd to 24th. I, same place, Wrightwood, California. I, I want to go back. I liked it. I liked it. I would like to do it again. Without revealing too much about the retreat, because you know we we want we want guys to go with the element of surprise. Um, what what's one of the areas of your life where where you walked away completely changed? Uh, so, like how they conducted. Uh, like when you go there in the first place, you don't know what what's going what's going to happen there. You yeah. know, like yeah. you, you're just on the on the on the on the on the darkness, you know? Yes. But uh, the moment they start uh, the process and everything, like, you know, also I like the part where everybody was getting up and you need to, you know, say something, you know? Uh, yeah, the testimonial. The testimonial. Uh, I like that part and... Uh, you killed it on your testimony. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, I liked it, but everything was... was good, like, you know... Uh, how, 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 like, uh, uh, even inside the room, people are testifying, and you know, they they trying to, you know, they they trying to build you, you know, encourage you, you know, know your weakness, what's trying to, you know, what's disturbing, you know, mm. the difficulties you have in life, you know, know your weakness, right? So, yes. I left that place, you know, kind of motivated, you know, like a lot of stuff just changed in me. Yes, and now you talked about when when you're in your group, when you're in your soul group, right, and and going deep and letting those guys know things about you that nobody else knows right. um, did you disclose things did you share things in that group that you've never told anybody else yes because uh, the people we're working with in our soul group in the first place they can they they, they, they kind of create like a, a brotherhood thing like yes. they 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 you know they they don't judge you they don't see yes. you type away like oh if i say this or somebody said this like you know because yes. them themselves they, they open to you they open and you know they you know they reveal stuff so you know you feel like them like he has gone through this this is even worse than mine you know yeah so it kind of you know so i i often a lot of stuff you know i've never like all the guys we went we went we went with there also the ones we were with in the, in the same soul group like everybody was like opening up you no know, stuff they never talked to anybody you yes. know and they made us feel like you know this is the best time you yes. know this is the best time you know to open up and let whatever whatever been disturbing you for a very long time go you know I, I know exactly what you're talking about you, yeah. you used the word you said you can open up and they won't they won't judge you Right. Um, and I'm not. We're not going to share anything detailed here because this is for the air. We, I know you and I, we can talk one on one. Right. But 
what did that feel like when you finally shared what you've always wanted to share in the group of guys who love Jesus? I felt ease. I felt revealed. Like, you know, like, I've even been in a position like you mad, like you mad. This is an example I'm giving. Like you mad at somebody, right? Yes. And you, 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 you haven't like talk to him or tell him that you know I'm mad at you or something like that but the moment you tell somebody like hey you know what you did this to me and that was wrong and maybe he says sorry and all that then you feel you just feel you know like you are is now you are peace you know yes that's how I felt yes that feeling of uh, of finally finally Finally, I've let it out I let it out thank you that was the feeling like I would just feel like you know I'm good now I'm just okay now you know yeah that's what the feeling now it's been about over a year since, you, since you've been you we went what right. is that September 2000 yeah September 20 yeah, and um, do you remember all the guys that were in your group mm, I can't remember all of them yeah uh, one you know COVID uh, when we first left there we used to communicate we used to talk they used to check on us you know but you know people got a lot of stuff going on and one two three stuff you know but I don't remember all of them though. I don't remember two, but by their faces, if I see them, yes. I remember them. But I right. don't remember their names. And um, tell us about tell now. Tell us about you, like your personal life. Like, what was life like growing up in Kenya? Uh, somebody may not know, but the moment you come to America, that's when you can see the difference. You know? Yeah. So, what city did you live in? Uh, born and raised in Nairobi, Kenya. Nairobi. Uh, there is an estate in Nairobi called Makadara, so that's where I was born. It's called Makadara. Makadara. I was, yeah, I was born there, raised there. And uh, in Kenya, life is kind of hard. It's a third world, it's a third world country. It's like a growing yeah. country, you know? Yeah. Is it? What, what's the government like? Uh, the government, uh, it's good, but Kenya is all about who do you know, you know? Right, right, yeah, it's tribal. It's tribal, yes. like it's kind of corrupt with the nepotism, you know, tribalism and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, well, everywhere there's humans, there's corruption, right? I, like, I know. Show me a government that doesn't have humans, <laughs> and I'll show you a government that, that yeah, anyways. Yeah, um, so, yeah, what's what's life like? Yeah, so I grew up in Kenya, and uh, when I was uh, five years old, I lost my mom, mm. so uh. I had only my dad. Then after two years, I lost my dad too. You know. Wow. And so, so at five you lost your mom, mom and at yeah. seven you lost your dad. Yes. And then who raised you? So I grew up with my 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 grandma. So I used to live in the city. So because now my uncle is dead, you know, and uh, now my mom is dead and my dad is dead. So I used to when the first day we went back for the barrio at home, and then uh, we came back to Nairobi. So I was living with my uncle for some. Let me say like a year or two, you know. Then my elder sister was like, "Okay, you know what? Now uh, we just need to go back and live with with granny, you know." So I went back. Uh, was wow. living with my grandma. So was going to school in Kenya. We have an education system called 844. So 844 is a system where you first, you do your first eight years. Then you do your second four. Then you do your third four. Okay, for the first eight years. So the first eight years, let me say, is from uh, from five years to fourteen years. Okay. So when you reach your your last eighth year, you do a final exam. That way, if you pass the final exam, you go to your first four. So it's eight four four. So you done with your eight, you do a national exam, you go to a, a, a four year. So the four years the high school over there. So there we call it secondary school. 
Okay, secondary school. Secondary school. So the first one we call it primary school because it's your first, your first, you know, yes. your first one. Yeah. So primary school. Then once you're done with that AES, you move ahead to secondary school. So I went to a school, did my first aid, I passed. Uh, went to uh, Cardinal Otunga. Kanalotunga High School. So Kanalotunga okay. High School is a school in Kenya which was started by missionaries. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What kind of missionaries? Uh, you know, Kenya, Kenya was colonized by, by, by British. Yes. So if you, I don't know whether you ever heard of somebody who was called Maurice Otunga. He's the okay. one who, who started the school, like, okay. like a mission school, like a Catholic. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a Catholic school. Let me say, let me say, let me put it that way. So when I was done with my four, I passed. Uh, then I went, I joined uh, KCA University. So yeah. KCA University does in Kenya. So it's a, it used to be a college, but it got its charter and it got promoted to university. But it's the best accounting school in Kenya. Okay. So I was doing accounts there. So life was no alibi. Life was kind of hard because uh, I need I needed money to go to school. You know, yeah. I gotta feed myself. I gotta you know all this stuff. You know, so did a little saving. Did some work. Went back to school, and uh, at some point I could no make the payments anymore because I had no, I had nobody to support me. So they kicked me out of school. So so your grandma wasn't couldn't pay for you my grandma was so old and she was back in the village oh. actually I was the one who was supporting who was supporting her so you're what about 18 years old so this? now I'm around uh, 20 you're on 20 yeah I'm around 20 I so and you weren't working so yeah so first I was working then I saved some money then I stopped working for me to yes. go to school okay so went back to school then went back I went for like two years then at some point uh, I, you know I ran out of money for the, like school fees and whatever because the little money I could get was like for me to pay my rent, eat and stuff like that, you know. So they kicked me out of school because I could not make payments. I could not pay the fee, you know. Mm. So the day, the week they kicked me from school is the week I got a message that I won a green card lottery. You did what? I won a green card lottery to, oh. to come to America. You won a green card lottery? Yeah. I applied uh, for green card. You oh, you applied for it I and applied then you for won. green card. So you see it like in, like you when you're in Kenya, you, you the are, jackpot. Yeah, you like you hit the jackpot. So you, you apply and then you wait. So green card the the like the the Americans they they invite every year over 50,000 people from Africa, Asia, you know, yeah. to come, you know. And, 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 and stay here through through the the, the the green card program. So that year I was lucky enough to be among the fifty thousand people. Fifty thousand people yeah. in entire, Kenya. The, the, no, entire Africa and Asia. In entire Africa. Yeah. That's what, why they say does, green, does green every card. country get to, to get to submit names for the lottery. Every country. So like Nigeria got over. Somalia. Somalia, Nigeria, Eritrea. Yeah. So Nigeria got over like 50 million people, you know? Yeah. And the, the only number which is needed every year is 50,000 people. So imagine being among the 50,000 people. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, and then how many people are in Africa? A lot. In a my lot. In my country alone, we're 40 million. 40 million yeah. in Kenya? In, in Kenya, we're 40 million people. Oh my gosh. In Kenya, we're 40 million. So, Pretty much, maybe in Kenya that year, 
maybe only 10 people got green card then out of 40 million what, what year was this this was uh 20 2017 and okay so you won the lottery right the real lottery like the, the real, coming the to real, america lottery. like the real one the real, yes. the real deal right and and then you came, so you, it was just you, just you by yourself? Just me by myself. As a, as a 21 year old? I was, uh, I was 21 years old at that time. Nice. So you came here, and where did you go? So when I came here, so I didn't come immediately. So when you get a green card, they don't give you everything. So you want it, you know you're coming, but you gotta pay for your flight, you gotta pay for your medical, and all that stuff. So that's when I knew that there is a living God, you know? Yes. They well, so, what, so be, before that, you weren't um, a believer. No, I was a believer, but you see, like you can be a believer, but maybe at some point you've never seen, you just believe that there yes. is God, but you've you never knew. seen like a miracle done to you. For you, you. Knew, yes, you knew at that point that he's a miraculous like, like, God. Like, he's like, real. Like I saw what he did, and I, I was like, like, oh, really? You know, because because. Uh, so I got green card in 2017, right? Yes. And uh, they needed money. It was almost like, uh, let me say, the flight was like 130,000. That's, uh, 130, that's like 1,300. Yeah. I, my medical and all the appointments, that was 30,000. So that's what Where did like, you get all this money? So this is what happened. That's what I'm telling you. The, like, I really saw what God I was like, really? Like, God. Like, but I had faith. I really yeah. had faith because yeah, you're mad because insane. because I got this in 2017, right? So then, 2017, I could not get this money. Then the, in 28 in 2018, my my green card was supposed to be by September. If I had no visa, if I did not have visa by September, my green card was going to expire. Mm. So I took all this time trying to get money, calling for fundraising. I could not get this money. Then I was in, it was now August, yeah. mid-August, like August 15th. So there is this dude, I got green card through him, like uh, he's the one. So I applied green card through school, through my high school. Okay. So there are people like who run them, you know? So they called me and told me, hey, you got green card. So they told me, okay, you know what? Go try to get this money so that we can do your stuff and you go to America, you know? So it took me all that long, 2017, 20, 2018, August. So in August, so I had two weeks, two weeks remaining to get into September, right? And when we reach September first without a visa, my shit is expired, okay. right? So these two weeks, this dude came to me and asked me, "How much do you have for one year? For one year? For almost one year? Five months? Or one year? Or six months?" I only had forty bucks. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Do you know how much is that in Kenya? How, uh, That's four thousand. How did you live? Yeah, okay, how did I live? Because the With forty dollars over no, because, six months. No, yeah, that's for my that's that way. Yeah, yeah, that's for you know the forty dollars I had. That was for my like what I was trying to save. You know, to to work on my green card. Well, how are you eating every day? So I like I was just you know hustling up and down. You know, go buy clothes in the market, sell. You know, stuff yeah. like that. You know. So this dude came to me, that's in August, and he told me, you know what, how much do you have? I told him, I got 4,500. That's like, yeah, that's like 45 bucks. Then 45? 45 bucks. Then he took me to the guys uh, to go and apply for a, for a passport. Yeah. Uh, so I went and did a passport application, and he paid, he paid extra money. Uh, that way? 
yeah yeah just go around and he paid extra money for me to get my passport like in like three days because i was running out of time then he told me go book a, a medical appointment so when i went to book a medical appointment it's blurry when i went to book a medical appointment the medical appointment was costing the amount i was supposed to be paying was like uh, 280 bucks that's like 28,000 kenya shilling there's a lot of money in kenya yeah Honestly, yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of money so i went to do my medical the first day when i got in there they told me today you will do your medicals for free right <laughs> so i was like oh my god they'll do it for free I was like, damn, God is good. So I went there. They why, did. why would they do it for free? No, the, because it's first day. And so they were supposed to be doing our medicals for two days. But for the first day you got there, it's free. Because you were supposed to be going there the next day okay. and do the remaining portion of, of your yeah. medical. So the first day we went there, they said, everybody who came today, if you don't have money, it's understandable. Tomorrow you have to pay. <laughs> so I went there, I was like, damn, God is good. I never had money. So now at least I got one day to try to get this money, you know? Yes. So I went there the first day, the day for me, my medical. So once the moment they did it, I went back home. I was trying to get money, calling my relatives. Hey, I got a green card. I'm trying to go to USA, yes. you know? And I don't have money. Can you all support me? And so I had like uh, like uh, two cousins. Like, you know, they, they're really doing good in Africa, you know? Yeah. So one of them gave me like 50 bucks. Another one gave me like 50 bucks. So that's like 100 bucks. So I got 180 more. So, yeah, oh so that's you know, it's like a thousand dollars. Yes, I know. I got for, for now for, for the medical, I need like 180 because it's 280. So, I got 100 already. So, I need 180, 180 bucks. So, that's the first day when in the evening. So, I need to go back the next day. I got 100. So, I went, I went back the next day, the final day. So, I went there. I don't have enough money. So I went in there. So, you know, I checked in everything. So, you know how you check in. They give you, you know, an, a tag and all that shit. Yeah. So go away there. We'll call your name. Wait right. for your number. So I was still waiting. But I, I'm, I'm not okay because I don't have money. How yeah. will I do this? So yeah. I'm trying to make some phone calls. I call one of my aunties. I haven't seen her for so long. Then she sent me 50 bucks too. Now I got 150. It's just coming in from everywhere. It's coming in from everywhere. So I'm trying to ask. I'm trying to ask. Then uh, the guy I told you. The guy I told you the yeah. I got green card through them. Yes. So it was the one like who was in charge of my my situation, you know, okay. trying to guide me, trying to you know. Yeah. So he called me and he asked me, uh, "Good morning, Stephen." I was like, "I'm good." So how are you doing? I'm fine. So how much do you have so far? So I told him I got one feet right now. Yeah. So I'm less one thirty. So how will you get one thirty? I was like, "I'm still trying to figure out how how I'll get the remaining money because I'm I'm running out of time, you know, like the the nurse the doctors they're calling my yeah. name you know yeah. but i don't have money can't go in there so this guy oh, told me man. so this guy told me you know what i'm gonna send you that one thirty right now just go pay it and do your medicals wow. oh lord i passed the first day so you know we we almost uh, coming next to we almost getting into september and remember before if i get in september by first if September comes and I don't have visa, my green card is expired. Yes. So now I'm done with the medical. So now another portion was uh, my interview. So the interview wanted like uh, 30, 30, that's like 340 bucks. Okay. 34,000 Kenya shillings, $740. Yes. 
So my interview was supposed to be at six in the morning. So that was on the 31st. Okay. So 31st August. So I wake up so early in the morning at five. Yeah. I didn't even have a single cent on me. No more money. No money at all. Zero. Zero. The only money I have, I only because in Kenya we use public transport. We got yes. no cares. So the only money I had was my transport money. The money that could pay for transport to take me at the embassy yes. and bring me back. Yes. But the thing forty dollars to pay over there, I didn't have it. Yes. So I woke up so early in the morning, very confident. Took a shower, put on my nice clothes, put on my shoes. Yes. I hit the road. Went over there. I was the first person at the embassy that day in the morning. Yes. Waiting, but I don't have money, remember. I'm waiting on the line, but I don't have money. Yes. Are you getting how that funny is? Yeah. Like I came for the interview. Y- yeah. You, and I have to pay 340. You're, you're going on faith. I'm going on faith. Thank yes. you. I have to pay 340, but I don't have it. But I'm waiting on the line. But I don't have that money. <laughs> You're hoping it just comes and, out of the and, sky. And and I was not even stressed, but like I was just, you know, yeah, if it's mine, I, no, I was I was like, if it's mine, it's mine. If it's not yeah. mine, yeah, yeah, something yeah. will just happen, you know. Then the same same dude called me and he asked me good morning. It was morning in Kenya, so good morning I was like good morning. So he was like, uh, where are you? I told him I'm at the embassy already. He was like, good. Okay, how much do you have? I told him I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, even transport back home? I told him, that's all I got. Apart from that, I don't have anything. Then he told me, let me call your uncle real quick. I'm calling you back. Then in like 10 minutes, he called me back and he told me, I'm going to send you the $40. Go pay for your interview and do your interview. Oh, my gosh. Who, who did that? Uh, he, 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 I, I, like, he, you know to me, name? it's a nice name. But you believe he's an angel? It's it's a, he is, he was a godsend. Yeah, he, because he in the first place, he was a godsend because you see in Kenya it's like just right now. Yeah, like you just coming from nowhere, don't know you, like you know my relative, you just so, from nowhere, different tribe or anything, and yeah. like you just decide to take your money and save me, like just like that. Yeah, and that was like a life changing situation, you know, because Kenya stuff, you know, in Kenya, like in they call America. The milk. I told you that before. The, the milk. Land of milk and honey. Land of milk and honey. Like they yes. believe this, like the wild best country. That's exactly what my mom calls it. She came from the Philippines. The right. land of milk and honey. Okay, that, so yeah, so, so land yeah. of milk and so, honey. So when people hear that you're going to America, like they know, like your life has changed. Yeah. Like you'll do literally good. Like in in life, you'll do good. Yes. Yeah. So land of opportunity. Land of opportunity. So. We, when he saw this, he was like, damn, like, he got he got this chance, but he don't have the money, you know? Yeah. So he, like, he just came from nowhere, and he decided just to help me like that. So I went in there, did my interview. So okay. when I did my interview, so there was some stuff they didn't clarify about my medication. So when I went in there, uh, so when you go to the embassy, the Kenyan embassy, when they give you, once you've done your interview, we got, like, three cards. So they will give you a green card. That means you got a visa. Okay. They will give a yellow card. That means there is something pending they're waiting for to see if you get the visa or not. Mm-hmm. Or they can give you a red card. That means no. You mm-hmm. no, you're not getting it. So green the, card is go. Red card is no. Yellow is wait. Like it's like that's yeah. like the lights. Yeah. Like the lights. So they gave me an a, a orange one. A, a orange one. Yeah. 
so the game I was like damn like am I missing this so but there's something they were still waiting yeah that the my medical didn't you know uh, get, didn't didn't give them so they were they yeah. were no you know yeah clear if like I did that or no you know so I went home so much worried like damn like I, this person just helped me with all this much money where will I get them if I don't get this yeah. green card like you yeah. know I don't have job I don't have anything you know like he just decided to help me but you know I, even if he helped me I'll have to give him his money back yeah. you know so where for they told me okay it was on like a monday so they told me come back on thursday you can just walk in and check with us if you got your visa or not so but they tell me if they submit your stuff we'll send you an email but that time like i didn't even have like a nice phone like I, I just, like yeah. my phone could know i could not access my email using the phone yeah I had. yeah yeah it's like just it's a cheap nokia phone, nokia phone. Uh, thank you that one <laughs> 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 yeah nokia no, yeah nokia with no, snake game snake game thank you that one. oh you used that one before <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so that's the, that's the kind of phone I had. So they sent me an e The moment I left, they sent me an email that I got the visa, but I didn't see it. Yeah. So I went home. I was so much worried. I was so much worried. So I came on Thursday. So I just walked in, and the lady didn't even let me get in. He, she saw me, and she was like, oh, you the guy who sent an email. Just go send us your passport via DHL. You got the visa. Oh, I was like, oh, Lord. Like it just worked a miracle in my life. Yes, thank you, and, uh, Lord. And 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 like, what's the feeling? What's the feeling when you heard that you got the visa and you got the green card? Like, what did it feel like? Like, because I can know, see it on your face. People like, can't you know, see your face, but you you're know, like, you know, like born in Kenya and growing up in Kenya and all that I was going through, and this, you know. I left, so when I got green card, yeah. I got kicked out of school. Not, not go back, but I, I could go get some money and yes. come back and complete my education. Right. So I weighed these two, these two things. So yeah. I took my school and put it on my right hand, and I took the green card on, on my left hand. And I started debating about these two. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I want the green card, and I'm still going to school, even if I don't have money. I can struggle, get some money, and complete my education, you know? But yes. So I was weighing, I was like, if I take this money, I will pay for my school and put it on my green card, you know, and work on my green card. If this thing goes through, it will change my life. But if I go to school in Kenya, it's fine. I will get the papers and everything. But Kenya is funny. You can go to school and still don't get a job because uh, yeah. it's a corrupt country, you know? It's corrupt, yeah. So what I did, I said, the energy I was supposed to be putting in my school, I will put it in my green card. Yes. If my green card goes through, I know I'm good. So that's what I did. So when they told me that I got the visa, like I saw everything I've been going through, and I was like, damn, now all this is going away, like all this trouble, all this struggling in the town, yes. in the city, all this hustling, you know? Yes. And I was like, yeah, thank you, thank you, Lord. you know? And you know, we fall in our, in our house, you know? And I was like, at least now, if all this goes through, I can help my, 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 you know, I'm the youngest, Everybody. though. You're the youngest of how many? Of four. Of four. Yeah, I got two elder sister, elder brother, sister, then me. Oh you know, so I was like, damn, at least now I can help them, you know? Yes. Yeah, so it was, God did something to me. Like, I grew up in a religious family. I told you my dad used to be a pastor. 
Okay. What, what kind of church? Uh, SDF, you know SDA? STF. Seventh Day Adventist Church. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a very, very large presence in the U.S. of Seventh Day Adventists. Okay, so my, my dad used to very, be a pastor. Very dedicated people, sold out for the faith. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, so I grew up in a church, but you know, like, you just, you just a believer, you know, like, you just a yeah, yeah, believer. Yeah, that's so, all you knew. Yeah, that's all you knew. But you know, at some point, the more you grow, like, something like that, like, that happened to me because I knew the situation I was in and I saw that and I was like, man, there, there, there is a living God. Like, yeah. there is a living God. Like, this time around, I used just to believe, but I've seen it. Yes. There's a living God. Because somebody can't just come from nowhere and can't just start for everybody and just give you over $1,000 in Kenya, Kenyan money. Somebody yes. who don't know you. Shillings? Yeah, in shillings, it's like 100,000 shillings. Yeah. In US dollars, it's like $1,000. There's a lot of money in Kenya. Yeah. Yeah. So. Man. Hey, we're gonna take a little, a little, a little break right here, right. and then we'll be back. Okay. <laughs> All right, my friend, we are back. Okay, so we left off talking about God being so real in your life, and you won this lottery. Right. And then, so now, let's let's talk about la, now life in the land flowing with milk and honey. Where is the first place you went? Like, where, where did you land? What airport? So, uh, when I first came here, so I landed in uh, Detroit. 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 Yeah, Detroit. Oh wow, and, that place is rough. And, and I could not believe it. Like I could not believe I'm in America. That's the first thing. Like it was still like a dream to me. Like yeah. How, like, how, how long was the flight from Kenya to Detroit? So the the, the flight I took. So you can't come straight. So I came from Kenya to Germany, Frankfurt. It was like uh, ten hours. Then from Frankfurt to Detroit, it was like uh, nine hours. Nine hours, ten hours. Yeah. Wow. Then uh, I was in the, I was in Detroit. And imagine like you've never been to America. This is your first time, and you are alone. Coming so, to America. Uh, were were you, you? What was the feeling? Was it fear? Was it? No, it was not even fear. Like I didn't even care. I've never been here. Like I was just so happy. Mm. I was just so happy, you know? Ecstatic. Like, I was just, like, I knew, like, my life has changed. Like, that was the only thing I had in my mind. Like, damn, all that poverty, all that struggling. What um, what did you bring with you? How, did you have a backpack and a luggage, or what, what did you have? So, no, I, I, like, I had my clothes, uh, pretty much my clothes. Not that big, but, you know, the clothes I came because before, you know, before you start working and all that, you know, so I just carried my, some of my clothes and shoes and stuff like that. Okay. That's all I had. So came down here. How much money did you have in your pocket? Man, when I came, I had a, I had a, you know, when when in Kenya, like we didn't even know about the currency thing. We the only thing I knew, I knew in Kenya they're using US dollar. So I had this this uncle of mine. He's kind of doing good in Kenya. So he gave me fifty bucks. So if somebody gives you 50 bucks in Kenya, you know that's 5,000. So that's a lot of money though. So yeah. when I change it, I thought maybe the value is still same like here, but that, that was nothing, you know? Because it's $50. Yeah, because yeah, I, I came, when I, when I first came, you know in Kenya we used to, we used to buy, like if you go to right now, to buy this in Kenya, they will tell you this is 100. 
100 shillings. So when I came, I was at Detroit, so I was I was walking, I just landed, so I was walking at the airport, you know, you know the places they sell food. So and, expensive. Yeah. No, no, not even expensive, but I could see what shocked me was like two dollars. I'm like, two dollars? Is that like two shillings? Like two dollars? You know, because yeah. I, didn't you, know the, didn't the, know. I didn't know that two dollar, its value is even more than the money, you know? Yes. So I'm like, so, so two dollars $2 in the U.S. is going to be how many shillings? Two dollar, two dollar in the U.S. is like two hundred shillings because a dollar is a hundred. So if you, so if you, you thought it was like two pennies, like two pennies, yeah. Because I'm <laughs> in Kenya, we used to buying stuff for hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four. Yeah, you're you know? not used to two dollars. Two dollars, three dollars, one one dollar, and then one dollar fifty cent. I'm like, they still use cents. You know, they, they st- in, in, here in America they still use the, the cents. Man, that's weird. You know, so I went to, yeah. I went to, I went to, I went to like a, a restaurant in there, and you know, it's my first time. I even don't know what people eat over here. You know, so I'm trying to look at the menu. And I'm trying to see if there is something I know. You know, all those things I don't know them. You know, so I was just ordering blindly. Like, okay, let me just have that one. You know, yeah. and I don't even know the price of the, the lady. The lady was selling them stuff. Actually, I think she knew it was new because. Like I didn't even know like the currency, how much change I need to get back, and yeah, all that stuff. You know, yeah. So, yeah. So I just. So bought. would you pay her? In, you paid her in American dollar or, or shilling? No, I had dollars because I changed okay, the money. Yeah. I changed okay. the money when I was in Canada. Told me change that money because oh, it doesn't work it. there. Yeah. So I changed it. So I had like, I had like fifty uh, bucks. So I told him to me. I thought when I go buy something like a, like a drink. It will be like maybe that fifty back, you know, because I'm used. To, so the lady took like, like two dollars and gave me change, and I was like, I gave him. I gave, she so she saw me with the money because I got twenty, twenty, and ten. So she told me, she told me, give me that one. So she, I gave, I gave her the ten. Then she took the two dollars and she gave me. She it was like two dollar fifty cent. Yeah. So she gave me the remaining change and some cents. You know, I even don't know how to. It, was I this even, your first time holding American American currency? dollar? That oh, was wow. the first time. I never like. And I've never had one before. Yes. That was my first time. So, like, I was kind of shocked. But I was not even, like, afraid that I came to America and I'm alone. And nobody, no. Like, I was just like, damn. Like, I landed in Detroit. And... Uh, what, so, who, who booked you to go to Detroit? So, the flight... Why did, so, why did you choose Detroit? So, no. So, it was, like, uh, the plane. I think that's the route. Like the, the how like because I was to come to Detroit then come to North Carolina, so I don't know that they didn't have a plane that was going straight to RDU. I don't know, but that's the route they gave me. So from Frankfurt, they told the the flight I the flight the, the flight I had was Frankfurt to Detroit. Then from Detroit, I was to take another plane to North Carolina, which was my final destination. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so and I was no, I was not coming to Detroit, but I was supposed to be going to North Carolina because my uncle was in North Carolina. Okay. Oh, oh, so, so you picked North Carolina because your uncle lived there. Yeah, I had an uncle in North Carolina. Oh. So okay. I was just using Detroit to go to North Carolina. Yeah, that was your layover. My lay, yeah, my layover. Okay, so yes, I, I just thought you. When you came to America, you just randomly no, no, picked no, a place. No, 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 you, no. you specifically were headed towards North Carolina. North Carolina. My uncle was there, so my uncle was waiting me. So I didn't know about address because Kenya we don't use addresses. Yeah, no address. If you tell somebody like address, they we don't yeah. use addresses. You're like, where do you live? Okay, I live in the third hut over there. Over there, yeah, yeah. We got no address. We don't even <laughs> use like people sending you emails or something like that. No, we don't. We don't have that. You know. How do people send you mail in Kenya? In Kenya, we don't. We don't do mails like that. Like the system over there, like people don't even know about mail. Like oh. that, yeah. 
like uh, no unless you're working in an office or something like that you know but because a lot of people don't have jobs you know so my uncle gave me his address he gave me the name of the city and, he, and i had his phone number right so came to detroit landed in detroit had a layover for like two three hours waiting for the plane boom took another plane to north carolina landed in durham uh, it was almost uh, like 10 10 p.m so my uncle was, came there so early so he waited for me and he he didn't see me yeah so my uncle went back home you know yeah and he was no having his good time you know drinking some small you know and you don't have a cell phone nothing so i don't have a cell phone i only have his phone number and remember it was winter oh winter in north carolina, north carolina. so the way i dressed the weather in North Carolina was not favoring me more so my, my you were my, dressed for Kenya you I were, were I was dressed for Kenya I was not dressed for America you know we got no winter over there it's always sunny over there you know so you know I had some swag a little bit swag you know yeah trying a little good too but you know that that was that was some some summer stuff you know you didn't have those Kenyan blankets what's the Kenyan blanket called uh the the the, the, the Kikoi Kikoi yeah the, the Masai Kikoi Masai Kikoi yeah so man, I'm in North Carolina, it's 10, so I'm sitting here, I'm trying away. So I made people call that number, told them, hey, the good thing, I went to school and I was in a good position of speaking good English, somebody can understand. Yeah. So I went there and I was like, hey, you know what, so I just came here right now, I'm from Kenya, I've never been here before, but I'm trying to get this person. So they tried, they tried, they were calling my uncle and the phone was going on voicemail. So my uncle was in the house drinking, you know, was drinking like I, I think maybe he, he came to the airport early enough but i think he waited for me for a long time so maybe thought maybe i was not coming or something like that you know so i sat there for 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 a couple of hours waiting 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 until like the guys who were on shift were leaving you know so it was almost three in the morning so i was there from 10 to 3 oh at the airport goodness. and like now they're closing the security are working with dogs and stuff like that they're closing like the back doors and the guys were working at the baggage they leave you know where they they they, they you yeah. pick your bags yeah so the guys work there like they're going now you know so i went outside and it's cold i'm with my bag i'm stranded you know i'm like damn they're leaving i'm not supposed, like what, what's going on like what am i going to do i don't have money i don't have anything then a dude saw me so he was getting off shift and he was going to pick his car then he saw me outside then he came to me then was like hey how are you doing i was like i'm good he was like, i was like okay so where are you going like i think he just noticed something was happening with me yeah and the dude was from morocco you know morocco 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 is in africa yeah yeah northern africa yeah he was morocco a, yeah oh, one of my one of my good friends lives in morocco oh morocco yeah the guy was from morocco so he was working at the airport so he was he was he was about to go home so he came to me and he started talking to me and I told him my situation. Then he asked me, do you have the address? I said, yes, I have the address. Do you have his phone number? He said, I said, yes, I have his phone number. He told me, okay, wait for me. I'm going to go pick my car. I'm going to come help you. So oh, he went. I love he, Moroccan, he Moroccan went, people. He went. He picked his car. He came back to me. He told me, I let me open the trunk, put your, put your bag in there. Let's go. So I gave him the address. So he drove me to my uncle's place. My uncle was living in Durham, so from the from the airport. Durham, the, Durham, 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 Durham I've yeah. been there. Yeah, yeah. So I from, went to uh, Mark Man for Christ over there. Over there? Yes. Yeah. So from Durham to the airport was like thirty minutes drive. So he drove me all the way until we were home. 
then he called my uncle then my uncle picked then he was like hey there's this guy who came from kenya just oh yeah yeah that's my nephew that's my nephew but i was already home yeah so you see like <laughs> like it's just it's just amazing like, amazing like, journey amazing. my friend yeah, so amazing journey. was your uncle married kids uh no 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 so he lived by so himself he, no he lived himself but he had a wife but the wife was in kenya and how did he get to, did he win the lottery as well <clears throat> so my uncle he won the lottery but he didn't win the lottery when he was in kenya so my uncle was in uh he was in india he used to live in india okay so he he was in school in india so he won the lottery when he was in india wow then he left india and came your family's down. blessed <laughs> yeah they keep winning the lottery yeah so he won the lottery when he was in india then came down here so he has been here for wow. by the time i was coming in 2018 he was here for, he has been here for like now let me say 21 or 22 years now okay so now let's shift some gears here how did you end up in the marine corps so in the marine corps when i first came i wanted to join military but i was afraid but i want to join military that was my mechanism because you know i got green card right so pretty much when you got green card it's like americans they invite you to come to their home and live here you know it's like an invite and you might you might you might you might get a green card from one person who yes. works there or whichever you know but th that person he represent all all americans you, you get it so when i came here okay. I, was, I was like the the best thing i can do just to say thanks to americans is by joining military because yes. I can't say the thanks. best way you can say thanks, thanks is by, joining. Is by yes. joining military. So you joined I, the Marine Corps. So I joined the Marine Corps. Why but, did you pick Marine Corps? Okay, so in the first place, that's what that, that when I so when I first came, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, because but, you saw that bus. Yeah, but I was afraid. So I, I didn't join yet, but I wanted to join, but I was kind of afraid. You know, kind of afraid. You know. Yeah. So. Now, I'm still living with my uncle, but I want to join military. No, I don't know anything about military, but I want to join just to say thanks to Americans, you know, to invite oh, me to man. their home and come Patriotic. live here, you know? So, but I'm still afraid. So, I had a friend. He came from Kenya after me. So, he was he, he was 31 years old. So, when he came with him, he wanted to join military. So, he went to Navy, recruiter, and did the ASWAB and stuff like that, but I don't know what happened. So, he met this Marine Corps recruiter on Facebook. The Dara Marinko recruiter, mm. Sergeant Costa, very nice person. Then the recruiter invited him to the office. So he came to me and told me, I want you to escort me, take me somewhere. Then I asked him, where are we going? He was like, no, don't worry, I'll show you. I'm like, okay, let's go, you know? So we went, so when we reached, the only thing I saw was, damn, US Air Force, US Army, US Navy, United States Marine Corps. I'm like, which one is this Marine Corps? You know? Yes. So, like, I'm even confused because I, I, I didn't have any idea that we're coming to anything, you know? And, you know, like, in Kenya, like, we feel like, mili like American military, like, like, you know, like, it, it's the baddest, you know? So, anything bringing me to, like, a military place, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm coming in here? Like, will they even let me in? Like, you know, like, you're coming and, like, you know, the baddest, you know? That's the mentality you have, like, the baddest, you know? So we went in, like I didn't even believe it. So we went straight with the, you know, Marine Corps recruiter. So we had this staff sergeant. So the, he's the one, we didn't get the sergeant. Your we recruiter was a staff sergeant? No, he was a sergeant. 
but he was the one we went to see he was not there i think he went to you know to do the recruiting so we made we get we, we found a staff sergeant in there but like the staff sergeant was the one in charge you know so he started talking to us so he talked to us told us about Mr. but i had i wanted to join by that time i happened to have enrolled at uh what this university in uh in um in um what's the name in raleigh yes there's a yeah Ra a Ra there's a university in raleigh. raleigh i'm forgetting the name i happened to have enrolled there i wanted yeah. to do i wanted to do uh uh biochemist no 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 biochemistry what do we call it uh pharma pharmacy i wanted want to be a pharmacy. Yeah, pharmaceuticals yeah yeah pharma yeah so that's what i wanted to do so i changed so after talking to the recruiter i completely changed my mind completely completely i changed my mind i'm not going to school anymore I'm not going to be school anymore. I want to join Marinko. So why join Marinko? Is because I have a lot of friends, Kenyan friends. They in the army. They in the navy. So very few of them. I never had anyone in the Marinko. So I used to work at a store by that time. Yeah. So I used to. I had a lot of friends. I used to ask them, like all these branches. Which one is the toughest? Which one is the man? Everybody was like, damn, man, you got the bad assessment. Hey, hey, don't play with them. You know, like, I've never been to military, but the people were born here, you know. I got, they now start telling you stories. Then I was like, you know what? I want to join this challenge, you know? Yes. I don't want to join. You wanted the hardest yeah, one. Yeah, the hardest one. So I was like, mm, I don't, I don't, I want to be unique, you know? Like, if I'm, if I'm with my friends, my other friends who are in military, it's not like we all in the army. Because a lot of my friends I know who, who came from Kenya, they all in the army. What, what drove you to choose the hardest? Uh, to me, like, I just wanted to be unique. Yeah. Among my friends, you know? Yes, everybody's doing army. Yeah, that's what I said. It's not like, like, because everybody was like, oh, Marinko is the toughest. Oh, I'm is a little bit better, but Marinko, Marinko is hard. Even when we went, after I joined, I was not in here, but we were going to maps and all that stuff. I could meet other recruits from who wanted to join Air Force. Yeah. I could, they were like, which branch are you joining? I was like, Marinko. They're like, hell no, man. Marines be doing some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. And they do. With, yeah, with them, with them, with them, maybe they want it easy way. But to me, like, I just, to me, I knew even when I was joining because I, I, I didn't even worry about Marinko being tough because, listen, it's a, like you see Kenya life, so Kenya life is hard automatically. Like, it's hard. If, if you grew up in Kenya, it's a hard life. Yes. It's a hard life. Even when I went when I went to boot camp, the the only thing that Libby gave me problems was the mental transformation. But the normal PT like three eight three mile, whatever the obstacle yeah. courses. Now that was that was a piece of cake to me. Me and my friends, we we were like three Kenyans. Okay. We were like three Kenyans. So there is one 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 uh, one Kenyan guy. We were friends from Kenya. But he came to America before me, so he used to live in Ohio. But he, with him, he was a he, 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 like he used to do marathon. So he came here like 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 you know athlete because he he used to run for Toledo University. Right. So we met we met we met we met in boot camp. Okay. Yeah, we met in boot camp. We were friends in Kenya. Met in boot camp. All of us were the Kilo Company, and uh, we graduated together. We went to MCT, same place. Went to school out, same place. Moved down to California. He works in 22 area. No, 14, 22 area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he works in 22 area, yeah. So, 
that's how I joined. That's how I joined. That's how I joined. I joined. I joined my marine corps through a friend. I wanted, but I was. I didn't have that courage. But my friend came and told me, "Hey, I want to go talk to these people." So when we went, got a recruiter, talked to us, changed my mind. Boom, I'm in the corps. Man. Just like that. You're in the corps, just like that. Just like no, that. Was it difficult for you, um, being a being a foreign national? Being for national, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I yes. mean, because it has been a problem because when you're not I'm, a citizen yet, are you a citizen? Uh, no, I'm not a citizen. I'm working on it, but you see, like green card. When, when if you have a green card, you don't have any problem joining. You will join, but the problems come. See, like when we joined, we went to boot camp. One thing, so there is slang. This is American slang. Yeah, like let me just say the accent. You know. So the English we learn, or the English we used to, is British English. That's what we learn in school. That's what they teach us in school. Yeah, British English. British English. British. Yeah. That's the dictionary we use. There is a British dictionary and an American dictionary. So when we went to boot camp, we had a big, a big time problem because they could speak and we could not get them. Mm. We could not hear them. Game. So that that was a little bit. That 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 that, that, that was the challenge to me. So. Like the challenge was was language barrier. Yes. Yeah, because you know some people some people be talking so fast and plus accent and plus slang and all that. You know, so I'm like, damn, what are you saying? You know, the boot come the yell at you and like you know stuff like that. So that, that that was the challenge. But we were trying, you know, we were trying. Like me, I was even better. My other friend was not getting anything. They were saying because you know. Yeah. Right. Him. Yeah. Him. He's him. From him Kenya. Him, yeah. He. Him. Me. I grew up in Kenya. In town, so I got I got a little exposure, you know, right. with the movies and whatever, you know. Yeah, I'll be listening yes. to hip hop a little bit, you know. But him, he grew up in the suburbs, you know, like remote area. You only find all people. Like if if I'm Luo, what the only language people speak of today is your your tribe language, you know, nothing like English, nothing like whatever. So with him, he had he had a little bit problem, but you know. But the good thing is like. Even the, the the instructors, they were so understanding, and they used to they used to understand us. They used to understand we from Kenya, and yes. they knew we got accent. We don't understand them, so yes. they used not to be like harass us. So yeah, they were so friendly. Even like actually, my senior degree instructor is in two one, Victor two oh, really? one. Yeah, yeah, Victor two one. Really? Yeah, he's called Sergeant Ramirez. I see him was like, oh shit, this is my senior drill instructor. Yeah. yeah, he's my buddy. Anytime he sees me, he be messing take around. Take care of you here. Yeah, yeah, he take care of me. Yeah. When, when, when he found out you were here, stationed right next door to him, what did he say? He was shocked too. <laughs> When's the first time you saw him? I saw him. Uh, was it last year? Actually, it was. No, it was. No. It was last year. Last year, around Did around. Did you see him, or he see he saw he, you? He came. He came to the office. And he saw. He you. walked to the office. Yes. And I saw him, and I was like, "Bro," he was like, "Say something with you." See, like the dream, the dream structure, how you know. Wow. He was like, "Say something with Yambo." I was like, "I saw Sergeant." Yeah, I saw Sergeant. Yeah, but now you call him sir. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Yeah, so now just call you. I saw Sergeant, and you know he still fucks with me, but you know that cool is people. amazing, my friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You went from rags to riches. Now I just saw you there when I took you to Mark Man. I was like, man, that's a nice gold watch, Odie. <laughs> like, like some stuff. Like, like you see in Kenya. There are things I never, there are things I never thought about. That's why I even came here and I had a problem with something like driving because I never thought one day I could drive a car. 
You never because thought you could drive a car. I never thought one day in my life I could now, drive a car. Do you own a car now? I have a car. You bought a car. I just bought it. When did you bought a, When did you buy your car? Like uh, two weeks ago. Now. Two weeks ago. Yeah, your very first car. My very first car. Oh my! And how old are you now? Uh, I'm 27. Oh my gosh, Odie. You, what did you buy? A Honda Sonata. A Honda Sonata. A nice one. Twenty. 2016. A 2016 order? Oh yeah. man, that is. <laughs> yeah. You're living the dream. Like, like I did be like at some point, like I even see where I'm at right now. I didn't imagine one day I could be United States Marine and like you know be in an environment like this. To me, it's oh, some, to me you, something you a... like when I, when I, some, I see it alone at some point and I, I take a picture back. I, I'm trying to look at my life where I came from and I see where I'm at right now. Like to me, it's, it's a miracle. Somebody may just see you, but you, you, you know, you know, like you, you yeah. know. So, you, so your testimony now, I'm sure this has affected your faith dramatically. Like you're, you've seen the hand of God. He miracle after miracle, He moved you from rags now to to quote unquote riches. So, in in, in closing here, what's your advice, Stephen? to people who are still in Kenya, to people who are still in the Philippines, to still in the third world countries, and they're like, okay, Stephen, that's nice, but I'm I'm struggling right now. I can't even, I don't have any money, and I'm stuck in here. I want to come to America, but I can't. What, what's your what's your advice to them? Uh, my advice to them is, um, I used to be there before. Yeah, you were there for 20 years. So if God did it to me, it can do it for you too. Yeah. Just be positive, you know. Have faith, you know. What, what like I always say, every like everything you're going through is just for a short period of time. Yes. Just for a short, like it, it, it won't last forever, you know. So it might be tough. It might be, you know, crazy. But you know, just be positive. Believe in God, and you know, God will see you through. He did it for me. So my my situation was even worse. You know, like it was crazy. You know. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, my situation was even more crazy. But you know, God took me from that place, and you know, like right now, you know, I can take care of my sister. Like I even feel happy. You know, my sister calls me right now. I'm sick. At least I can get some money sent to her. Yeah, you send money to your family all the time. I send money to them. Like I always take oh, care of them. Yeah. You know, renting house for my sister back in Kenya. Yeah. Uh, open a business for my sister, my elder sister. What you What know? are their What What do they say about? You and, and you know what God has done in your life, and uh, what what they say, yeah, no, even I, them when they talk, when you guys talk, no, even them, even them, they don't believe it because you see, like, you know, I'm the youngest in the first place, yeah, I'm the youngest, and now it's turning that the youngest one is the one who's taking care of them. Oh, that's that's uh, you know, yeah, they I'm the youngest, you know, they they older than me, and I'm like. God chose me and put me somewhere in a position to help them, and I'm the youngest. You know, like to me, like it, it means a lot. Yeah. I got elder sister, elder brother, and elder sister than me. You know, but I came out to be the one, you know, who is looking out, who is looking out for them. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy. You know, because we came a long way. You know, I was seven, I was seven when I lost all my parents. You know, it's, 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 know. it's, 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 it's not an easy journey. Like you know, it's not easy. You know, living with people. You know. You know, when you live with people who are not your parents, they won't take care of you the same way your mom and dad can take care of you. That's right, man. You get it? Like, they just be there like, okay, it's just, you know, you can even raise your problem, but they don't care. They, you know, they don't, they, they, because they got, they got their kids, they care about your kids, but not you. So a point comes in time 
where you know you you used to eat so someone like me like i started living my own life when i was 18 yeah you know yeah. starting going out there you you hustle you're trying to get some money to feed yourself buy yourself clothes pay your house i used to live in a 40 dollar house a 40 dollar house yeah in kenya 40 bucks that's what that that used to be my house rent. so at some point right now i'm paying over like two thousand for a house rent i don't believe it it's like a miracle for me yeah your rent for your house right now is two thousand dollars a month right and the one in kenya was forty dollars a month, a month. So at some point I seen that one, and that forty dollar I used to struggle to get it. And now you have this career. You have a career in the Marine Corps. Are, are you, what's your what's your plan in the Marine Corps? Are you you a lifer? Uh, so for now I'm seeing trying to figure that out. Uh, me personally, from the bottom part of my head, I love Marine Corps. Yeah, you love Yeah, but I know that, that there is challenges everywhere, you know? But I'm, I've still not decided, like, for now, I just started my schooling uh, when I use my TA. Right. Uh, do uh, I want to do information system management. Yeah, your tuition assistance. You want to go into information systems? Yeah, that's what I'm doing, information system management, ISM. You want you want to switch to 06? Mm, I might see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might see that. Right. But, on. yeah. <laughs> Children, I go on with school, you know, and all that stuff. But anyway, my advice for anyone who is hearing this, you know, go work miracles, and you know, God will make, yeah. And God is watching whatever whatever is happening to you. God is seeing and He knows, you know. So yeah. just be strong, have faith, you know. Just be positive, and uh, He will do it for you. He did it for me, so I'm not special. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not special, you know. Yeah, so that's my address. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You're not special, but you are special. You're a child of God. Yeah, I'm not special, but I'm special. And that's yeah. what I told at some point. I feel like God loves me. When when I see what God, what, like, everything going around me, like, it's crazy. I used to, I, I, I tell people every day, do you think if I take you from here and take you to Kenya, do you think you'll survive? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's hard. No, so, I, we wouldn't. We wouldn't survive. You, like you don't know anybody over there. Don't know anybody. I, came, I wouldn't. Yeah, I came here, lived with my uncle for like uh, six, seven, eight months. Moved out to my place. By the time I was joining Marinko, I had my own house, my own place in Durham, North Carolina, and I joined Marinko. And you know, wow. and life has been. You know, God just been doing stuff for me. And like then, and then that. the icing on the cake. You went to Mark Ben for Christ. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Odie, hey, thank you, man. Thanks for being on the show. You're welcome, sir. This won't be the last time, and then we will staff together, guys, for Mark Men for Christ, right. uh, October 22nd through 24th in right. Wrightwood, California. It's going to be amazing. It's And even Mark Men knows guys are struggling financially, so they say, I mean, how much did you pay when you went to Mark Men? Did they even pay anything? No, no, I didn't, didn't pay not, anything. Not, I didn't yes. pay anything. I and ate, it cost, I, yeah, you ate every day. Yeah. It cost two hundred and seventy dollars. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, two seventy five. Two seventy five, yes. Yeah, two seventy five. But they yeah. say just come here. And, yeah, and I didn't pay anything. Pay, pay what Nothing, you can yeah. because you didn't have, you know, you didn't have the money. Yeah, a lot of the guys didn't have the money, but but we encourage you guys to just come out and we'll figure out the rest. I know a lot of guys got sponsored on for that, and um, okay, my friend, I will see you later. Thank you so much for, for joining the drive time with our bar. You're welcome. Sir. Peace. <laughs>